Welcome to Film Grain, the official podcast of the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office. I'm John Lyons, filmmaker, teaching artist, and executive director of the Film Society. My name is Megan Trafford. I'm a filmmaker and production coordinator at R. Frank Media. This week, Film Grain, Dinner and a Movie at the Bourbon Barrel presents the new Elton John biopic, Rocket Man. Woo! Our guest on the podcast today is filmmaker Taylor Pratch from Free to Choose Network. Woo! And our roundtable discussion is film as a tool for information, activism, and education. Film Grain Dinner and Movie is our Wednesday night film series at the Bourbon Barrel located at 1213 State Street in downtown Erie, PA. We've got a big 16-foot screen and seating options include comfy couches in the front and back of the space and tables with high chairs in between. Dinner is buffet style and included with your admission. Vegetarian options available each week and gluten-free upon request. Plus, the friendly staff at the Bourbon Barrel provide table service all night long. Reserve your seats when you order online at filmsocietynwpa.org. John, tell us about Rocket Man. Rocket Man. So this week's Rocket Man, it's an epic musical fantasy uh, about the incredible human story of Elton John and his breakthrough. (laughs) Uh, The film follows his transformation from a shy piano prodigy named Reginald Dwight into international superstar Elton John. Tickets are nearly sold out. That's so good. as you're listening to this, no, you need to get your tickets really soon if you want to go. Um, we highly recommend that you book online. We probably won't have any available at the door. Um, one other note, Booksmart, which was originally scheduled for September 4th, has been rescheduled um, because of a technical issue to Thursday, not a Wednesday. Thursday, September 26th at the Bourbon Barrel, and you can pre-order those tickets through our website, and all sales from September 4th will be honored for the rescheduled event. Nice. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting stuff. Don't show up Wednesday for that one. No, that, that would be, <laughs> you'd be there for some other event. <laughs> so this week we have Taylor Pratt from Free to Choose Network. Taylor, how are you doing today? Thanks for being here. Um, so can you just give us a little bit of your background, where you came from? Oh, gosh. That's a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, like where I grew up and stuff? Is that what you want? Oh, so, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up in Maryland, and when I was a teenager, like early teens, we moved to um, the Four Corners area, so out west. And um, I kind of knew that I wanted to like be in film around that time. I... Uh, the reasoning it was I uh, had seen a lot of the behind the scenes for DVDs and I thought it was super cool how they got it done and just like the friendships that you made along the way and like the enemies that you made within the filming per- thing. <laughs> we all know sometimes, that. Sometimes enemies, yes. <laughs> yeah. But usually friends. Yes. Usually friends. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting how it was made. I didn't really know what I wanted to do per se. I thought I really wanted to do something with editing and digital, um, not necessarily the production part of it. Um, and so I, with all this in mind, we moved out west, and I hated it. <laughs> mm. I could not stand being out there, just the climate. Um, they, didn't, they don't have grass out there. They have rock lawns. <laughs> no grass anywhere. No grass anywhere. There's no crickets. It's just like the little things that I really, really missed. Um, so with that in mind, when I chose a college, I decided to go back out east because I was done. 
<laughs> and um, Edinburgh happened to be a really good option for me. Just being able to afford it, it had film as a major, and um, it was out east. So I was like, cool, let's do that. So that's kind of how it happened. I knew coming into college that I didn't want to go Hollywood. I didn't want anything huge. Um, I didn't necessarily want to be um, commercial at the time or like small scale. Um, I thought maybe I could do like films in New York or in Pittsburgh, something like kind of bigger city. Maybe I was thinking of Canada, maybe even, you know, Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I was kind of, I still wanted to do like movies and bigger scale projects. Um, and it wasn't until I had an internship at Free to Choose that I decided that, you know, I kind of like doing smaller stuff. You know, I can be a big fish in a small pond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not necessarily that I'm a big fish right now. I'm still starting out, and um, I have a lot of room to improve, and I know that. So it's 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 a really good thing that I kind of found my niche, and I really want to be able to branch out within that niche. So when did you start at Free to Choose, like, for your internship? So I started last year at the beginning of the summer. So I, th I believe my first day was, like, May 30th of 2018. Um, and I kind of got that internship by word of mouth. So our old film teacher, uh, Hanjin Park, he mentioned it to me one day um, and he said, you know, there's this place in Erie, it's a post-production house, they do editing and they it would be like a really slow internship and you would be doing like time code edit cuts that they'll give you. That's what he, you know, knew about it or thought it was. So I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. And this was a year prior to me actually reaching out to Free to Choose. He mentioned that and then I remembered it the uh, spring semester of my junior year. I reached out to them. I said, hey, you know, I, I don't know if you guys are looking for an intern, but I would love to intern. I'd love to get that experience from you guys. And I actually had to call <laughs> and confirm that they got the email. Um, and she patched me right through to Tara, who is the head of the, she's the COO. She's the head of the video department as well. And so she was like, okay, sure. You know, it sounds great. Um, we'll set up an interview. And she was like, I like you. Well, let's do this. <laughs> so it kind of worked out really well. And it was only supposed to be a summer internship at the time. But then I kind of got greedy and I asked if I could stay during the semester. That's a good thing, though. <laughs> yeah, so it was really good. And, um, you know, I asked if I could stay during the fall semester and she said it was fine. I had the hours that I could split up my day to be at free to choose in the morning and then I had afternoon classes. So it kind of worked out really well. I could work there part time almost with pretty decent hours. And then when it came time for the spring semester, I kind of was like, do you want me to stay? <laughs> she said, sure. So... It just kind of kept going from there. And they hadn't had, like, interns during the year before, right, during the school year? Um, they had one, but it was, um, like, a couple years pr mm. prior to me. It wasn't, okay. like, anybody that we knew or was, like, in school with right. us. Right, okay. They just, yeah. So. so what kind of stuff did you do while you were there during the internship? During the first, like, section of, like, the formal internship during the summer, they had me doing um, these things that we call Film Fridays. And basically, they're just, like, content that we have of people that um, have done speeches and they have discussions with, like, intellectuals that just sitting at a table, like, having these conversations about really interesting topics about, oh, okay. like, science and technology and economics and politics and things like that. Um, global warming, we have a couple uh -huh. on that. Um, and it's really interesting. So they had me like cutting minute, two to three minute videos for our social media site. So we would launch those, mm -hmm. um, every week on Fridays, on Fridays. 
Um, and then they also had me doing these things called Milton Mondays, which are um, Milton Friedman. He did these speeches in the 80s and um, 90s. So we would get the content from him during his speech. We would have like, I would make a minute video clip of audio of him, which is kind of more difficult than you would think. Because <laughs> he has these such elaborate ideas that he'll say like, this is how I'm going to disprove this. And then he'll s disprove it, but then he'll have like section A, B, C, and D, and that does not fit into yeah, a minute. Like how you cut that down, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they had me making clips like that, and um, I would do kind of like motion graphics to it. I would make it like a kinetic typography of his speeches, and that's kind of grown into what it is today, which is more of like not really a kinetic typography, but it's a motion graphic, and you see Milton in a uh, like an ornate frame, and then you have like other. Um, Content videos to make it, yeah, to make okay. it more digestible for the viewer. Okay, nice. Yeah. And that's all for, like, social media? Yes, all for social media, mostly, all the stuff that I did. Um, they also had me do my a bigger project, which was the Facebook cover video for Free to Choose, which was really cool. I pulled all <laughs> the content from our programs that we have, and... They all have music behind them, and I wanted to put my own music in the compiled video, so it was like really hard to like try and sound, get the sound to come out of it while keeping the voices non-distorted and things like that. So right. that was a big challenge, but it's a really, really cool experience. That's awesome. Yeah. So for those who may not know, do you want to give like a little bit of background on what Free to Choose is? Yeah. So Free to Choose is a nonprofit organization in Erie, Pennsylvania. And we specialize in documentary videos that are geared towards spreading the message of freedom and making people aware of how society is right now and what maybe we could be doing better and how to improve the lives of individuals around the world. Sounds so, great. Yeah, it's nice. really nice. We have a bunch of different producers that all go out and they shoot these documentaries for us and they have us fact check it. We make sure that it's along the lines of our mission statement um, and it's really cool. Um, what me and um, Charles, who's my um, co-worker. What's Charles' last name? Santini. <laughs> Do you know Charles? <laughs> no, no, no. She, <laughs> I just wanted Rob's, to Rob give him a little Charles. plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, really great guy. Um, we both work to make content for social media and other venues, um, YouTube and um, Roku, things mm. like that. And um, we make, like, promotional material for it. We do web clips, which are just, like, clips from the program that we kind of tease on social media, right. um, stuff like that. So it's um, we do kind of the back-end promotional marketing kind of aspect okay. of the video creation, um, whereas they're making the actual documentaries to give to us to kind of do our thing with, <laughs> which is really cool. I think I like it. Right. So obviously you've graduated now. Yes. Um, and it turned into Ooh. a full-time job? Yeah, it turned into a full-time <laughs> job. Yeah, that's why I asked to like kind of stay on. And in April, I had a meeting with Tara, who's the COO and also the head of video. And she was like, you know, we want to hire you full time. And I was hoping for like part time, like mm. kind of like to stay with what I was doing. And she hired me full time. It was like a dream come true. <laughs> Aww. And I think so everybody cool. kind of thought that I would get it. They're like, there's no way you wouldn't. Like, what? why wouldn't yeah, you get hired? Yeah, that's what I was hired? telling you. That's what you were telling me. <laughs> I didn't even, I've and never I was like, been I don't there, know. But... Like, I don't know what, the, what their plan is. So it kind of worked out. Yeah. worked out really, really well. So I'm really excited for that. And so do you plan on sticking around for a while? Or yeah. Like... Yeah, I plan. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to be doing if they didn't hire me, honestly. <laughs> I was kind of like stressing out about it because it was 
April when they told me. So oh, wow. before then, like I, I had, I was hoping, yeah. but I didn't know. And if they didn't hire me, I'd be like, Looking SOL. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was really hoping that they would. And if they, if they didn't, you know, I was going to maybe bide my time, try and apply other places, see what, you know, I could get. But yeah, I plan on I plan on staying for a while. I think I, I really like it here. I love Erie. Um, my boyfriend lives here. He grew up here. He's still actually at school. He's um, okay. getting his degree in um, history, and then he wants to be a history teacher, nice. which is really cool. Um, and actually, kind of goes really well with our organization because uh-huh. he's yeah. <laughs> really interested uh-huh. in in the content that we we pull. And it's kind of funny because sometimes I'll make my Milton Mondays, and he'll. Um, like share it he's like this one's really good it's really sweet (laughs) oh that's good so um yeah it's it's really really good so yeah I I think I'm gonna stick around for a while and nice see where it takes me people want to look up and find these videos you're talking about or look more into the um into free to choose network what do you where do you suggest they go um I would suggest googling free to choose network we have a really great website that we just redid and it's awesome I'm really excited about it just checked it out today did you (laughs) yeah yeah it's really cool they did a really great job on it and I know they were working super hard for a really long time on it so it looks awesome um so all of our programs are on there we have our dead wrong series which is kind of um one of the hosts for one of our programs um his name is john norberg and he sits down and he'll do relevant things that is like happening in our society and he'll say you know this is what the common belief is this is what you know everyone's saying this Uh is true and he's like this is dead wrong this is super wrong like i don't and and then he like has content and like information and resources like Hmm. sources that say this is why it's dead wrong this is the facts. This I is what you should need, know. We need that in society. Yeah, I, mean, a I just lot watched now. the one on um, social media usage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the website uh-huh. too, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" <laughs> yeah, they're so really that's cool. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. They're really good. We have our programs, which there's so so many of them. We have them all over the world. There's one that we just released um, about Sweden and about how they got to where they are today and how they're successful mm-hmm. in their you know economy and their politics and things like that and their policy. Um, we did one a couple years back on um, New Zealand okay. and how they got to where they are today uh-huh. and how they're successful. Um, we have a couple, we have one on India and um, yeah, we just have a bunch all over the world. It's really, nice. really interesting. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. Awesome. Cool. cool. Yeah. So check out freecheesenetwork.org. And then we also are on social media. If you want to check that out, we are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Cool. Fantastic. Our roundtable discussion today yeah. is film as a tool for information, activism, and education, which is what we've basically been talking about with Taylor <laughs> today. <laughs> um, were, were you drawn to that? You know that aspect of it. Yeah, as far as not at first. Okay. I I've been very bland in terms of like what's going on in the world. I've never watched the news. Yeah. I've never like watched political debates or anything like that. Now um, I'm. I'm guessing you now know I'm more shit. interested <laughs> I'm more interested and especially doing the film Fridays where I'm clipping this content from these super smart intellectuals mm. that just know what they're talking about and they know what's you know what's working and what's not yeah. and being subjected to that like with the film Fridays like I just literally was watching these hour-long discussions that, about 
anything from yeah. these intellectuals. So it's, it was super interesting to see how that flip happened. So when I went into the internship, I had no, I had no idea what, you know, I was getting myself into. Right. I didn't know anything. I was kind of, I was just a blank slate and now I have so many ideas and things that I never would have thought of thinking about before and being mad about before. Right. That's happening today. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's kind of like forcing you to basically. It's forcing me <laughs> to be aware. <laughs> That's good. Which is exactly what the the message is. Yeah. It's just be aware of your surroundings. Know what you should and shouldn't be right. subjected to. So when you went into the internship, did you even know like what they were about? Did you do like background I, research? Yeah, I did a little bit of background research, but I was super hazy about it. So yeah, I, when I was going into it, I did a little bit of research. I looked into the mission statement and... Um, that's kind of like before the the interview, I, I had done that. And mm -hmm. she asked me if I had when yeah. I went to the interview. And I was like, yeah, it's a little hazy. And she's like, OK, well, that's OK. Like, it's understandable. And she, like, explained to me what it actually was. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> I still didn't really grasp what they were saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I understood. But it was more of, like, being subjected to the materials and seeing what their content and their um, programs were about that really, like, helped me. Yeah. To figure out um, like what we're about and what kind of things we're trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah. for me, I, I'm i always drawn to stuff that, uh, you know, makes me feel and gives me um, perspective yeah. on people's lives. Like I just watched um, this film. It was nominated for, uh, I don't know if it won the Oscar for International, um, but it was called Capernaum. And it's about uh, these young people in Lebanon and this kid, I don't know how old he is, like 10 years old, and he sues his parents for bringing him into this world in this situation. <laughs> oh, wow. And to me, it's like for film, you know, you hear all of these stories and perspectives that you would never get otherwise. And yep. it can be, I think it can be a great tool for, you know, educating people right. and maybe in a entertaining way right yeah educate yeah people. I agree. so maybe it's a little more approachable mm -hmm. um through film than mm -hmm. reading a book or, or going to a speech or right. something like that yeah that was one of the things um that we were kind of trying to get more young people into like our you know into interested in our content and things like that yeah. and it's difficult um I think the real thing is the fact that it needs to be entertaining. It needs to slap us in the face and say, like, yeah. listen to what we're telling yeah. you. Rather than just, like, if you're scrolling through, you see, like, a some post or something. Exactly. You're like, oh, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've right. seen now, like, some posts will say approximately a two-minute read so that people will actually read it. Because mm -hmm. if it's any longer, like, people don't want to. Wow, exactly. I haven't I've noticed seen that. that. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to think. Of... I think it's on mm -hmm. Insider or something. It's okay. like, mm -hmm. I've seen on Facebook. There will yeah. be, like, posts. And it'll be, like, approximately two-minute wow. read. Because if it's, you know, 20-minute read, people right. are just like, nah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they just or want, like, after, the facts or yeah. the inter right. entertainment or, or whatever. Like, however long a video is. Like yeah, they'll be done watching it yeah. after thirty seconds. You right, know, if it doesn't yeah. capture them. So well, it's, that's why it's like really that difficult. dead. Is it called Dead Wrong? Yeah, it, that was like super short. Which yeah. kind of I was like, oh, this is cool. I can watch this because it was. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I have time yeah, for this. Exactly. <laughs> like it's yeah. stuff like that where people will scroll by if they don't see. But I mean, I do think like with movies, people are almost always down to watch a movie. So that's right. like a very inviting way. Right. Right. But just talking on social media, like yeah, yeah, people would rather watch a thirty second video than read like a. But sometimes people don't want to be like, I, I don't know, sometimes you have to be a little 
creative on the sly, maybe. Yeah. To kind of get Yeah. Like if it's too across. in your face, they'll be like, ah, no. Yeah. Right. So if you feel out. like you're being preached to or something. Yep. It yeah. It might not work. Yeah. So what are like, um, do you guys have like a, a formula or a template generally as far as like how short things need to so, be yeah. or when, when there have to be like, you know, certain points yeah. that need to be hit? <laughs> so when I was an intern, um, Charles, he was kind of like my point person. He was the one who like kind of directed me where I needed to go because I was floundering. But um, he kind of like directed me where I needed to go and um, it was great. So he would say like, you know, usually for your film Fridays, like you can go long for your Facebook ones. So I had to do two cuts. So I had to okay. do the Facebook cut and then I needed to make a minute video for Instagram, which is like pretty difficult sometimes because yeah. you have to like cut a minute into a shorter sequence and you don't yeah. get like the beginning of the end of their thought or something like that. So um, he would suggest going maybe two to three minutes for the Facebook one, just because mm -hmm. at that point, after like that amount of time, people are going to get, they're just going to lose interest as it, mm -hmm. as opposed to watching like a 10 minute video. Yeah. Um, for social media, that's for social media. But um, as far as our programs, usually they're around, they, they are, we have like specifications, they are at about an hour. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, and we do, um, we do have them go on to like, public broadcasting so yeah usually our, our our actual programs though are around an hour so even that you know you're watching a documentary for an hour you're not yeah you know spending three hours on a you know yeah super long program that you're you might or might not be interested in mm -hmm. it's just an hour and usually i find them super interesting like i you I'm know like i said them. yeah it's <laughs> i i would suggest our newest one sweden it's okay. really interesting. Yeah, that one's really good. I also would suggest, um, I really like The Price of Peace. That's super interesting. It has information on like North Korea, Maasai warriors, okay. who are these, um, it's like a, a tribe, tribal people that live in Africa and it's like kind of their way of life. And it's really interesting because they live off the grid. Hmm. They are like, their society is completely different and it's urban like it's today uh -huh. their society is like oh, that. Wow. it's wow. very interesting and and our filmmakers went there and they shot them and they like you know they interviewed them they have content from um like we have the subtitles for you know what they're saying yeah. that's really it's cool really really interesting so that was a good one P price of peace okay and those are all like on your website just available yep. to the public they're oh, available cool. to the public it's completely free check um, them out we're also on um amazon prime Oh cool. oh, cool. Yeah, a lot of our, our pieces are on Amazon Prime, which is really cool. So, Taylor, I also <laughs> wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that, you know, I feel like after school, when you graduate from film school, there's kind of this expectation of, like, yeah. everyone – well, at least I, I feel this is a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's not. But I feel pressure. like a lot of people just assume you want to go into making movies or, like, working on uh, a set, doing yeah. the 12-hour days, like yeah. – because that's kind of the – if you're going to film school, that's kind of assumed like that's what you want to do. Yeah. But I feel like, like you said, you wanted to edit. You didn't want to work on movies, did you? Or you did? I didn't want to work. I when like I went to school, like I on did. a like Hollywood set. Yeah. When I went to school, I did. And then, I think as I was progressing through my degree and through my career, um, especially at Free to Choose, I realized that I don't need that. Like it's not. I thought that it was like some kind of stigma that it was like really cool for you to be like movie, big time movie, you're yeah. going to go out and do it and you're going to be a PA for X amount of years and then whatever. Right. But like, that's not it. You know, I found, I found happiness in my job and in, in my work that I, f I feel fulfilled in my, in my job and my work. And, um, I feel like I use my degree every day and I don't think that I have a lesser 
career because of it. Like, I don't feel like I'm a lesser filmmaker because I work on a smaller, smaller scale operation. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. It's, I think it's that's important meaningful to realize. work. It's important yes. work. And that's the thing was I, you know, it, it makes me feel good because I know that the message that we're giving out, like, I believe in it. And I, I truly think that it's, it's taking filmmaking and making it. Yeah. Something that's, I don't know, like tangible, meaningful, like, meaningful yeah, yeah, meaningful and, and, and for the greater good. Yeah. yeah. And I think especially like nowadays with social media and everything, there are so many more job options. Yeah. Like yeah. studios and yeah. I mean, I don't know, there's studios that are just like social media that's just for mm. post on social media, you know? Right. Yep. Um, yeah, like uh, advertisement agencies. They always, they probably need a video, they need a graphic design department, they need a video department. Right. It's right. kind of like one and the same. Um, we have a graphics department and, you know, I think every place that I can think of, my sister is actually a graphic designer. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, where she works, um, it makes sense to have a video department. You know, if you're advertising, you probably would want a video in this day and age, you know, especially for social media. Yeah. Um, because that's just a good thing to have if you have a Facebook page. Yeah. You know, it's right. kind of one in the same these these days. So, Yeah, because I felt the same. Like, when I was at Edinburgh, I felt the same way. Like, oh, got to get out and make movies. I mean, which I still wouldn't be opposed to. It's just, right. like, I think I realized while I was in school that there are so many other options as right. well. Yeah. So right. I think it kind of honestly depends on, like, your personality. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you live and breathe film, obviously, like, you should be on a film set. 24 seven, right. like chasing that dream to make like your film, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, or, you know, even if you don't want to be a director, like editing yeah. films, right. you know, but there's also like so many other options that I think a lot of people don't realize are out yep. there. My, my coworker, um, Charles, Charles Santini, I'm going to go into work today and be like, I plugged you a bunch of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> he's going to be like, why? <laughs> um, but no, he got his degree from Edinburgh as well, and he okay. got it in the communications department, in the journalism okay. department. So and it's interesting because like his education versus my education, we compare it all the time. Yeah. Like, ver- his journalism and like more cold hard facts, and me artistic, like the artistic yeah. version right. of film. And so it's really interesting to see how those kind of mix and mingle, and why they cross over. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, if you want to go into. Um, you know, the nonfiction realm, I would think, yeah, journalism, yeah. that area would be. Yeah. Would be yeah. So, and that's interesting because I didn't have that and I went right. into more of a journalism there. and it still works. You know, mm-hmm. I think, I think it takes like a different kind of thought process for it. Um, obviously there's more of like a meaning. I mean, film has meaning as well. The artistic kind of film, it's just like a different yeah. medium, I guess. It seems like it's a different medium completely, yeah. but um, there is a lot of crossover. Yeah. 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 And that's why I feel like internships are so important too, because it kind of helps you realize like, I either like this or I hate it. Right. You know, like you could do an internship, be like, you know what, this is really not for me. Like, right. and then yeah. it's kind of, you're, st- even if you look at it as like, oh, that was a fail. Cause I hated that. Yeah. But it's like, but you, but you realized know. what you didn't like. So yeah. now you can like move in a different yeah. direction. Are you guys or, you required know. to do an internship no. for your no. major? Okay. You can for credit. I didn't do mine for credit. Yeah, I would think yeah. that would be so rewarding. Because I didn't, e- I didn't do one either, oh, technically. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I worked on Unearth and yeah. then I I had freelance with Rob for yeah. like six months. That but experience is like crucial. It's, it's yeah. invaluable, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, really. Like, and I don't think that you necessarily have to get credit as an internship for it to really right. like do what it needed to do. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, but branch out of the classroom would be a good a yeah, good tip. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's the really cool thing is um, we actually have an intern now. It's one of the <laughs> one uh-huh. of the kids that we used to have on our set no last Schultz, year. No right? Schultz. Yep. Yep. And he's awesome. He's doing great. Um, teaching him a lot of things. I'm teaching him how to caption. And um, we have a lot of like older equipment for like digitizing. Mm. And we have like tape tapes and things like that from our older programs because it's been around since the 80s yeah so um we have a lot of that stuff and it's you know it's really good to know where it all came from yeah where the the roots are and you know some places are going to have old stuff that you need to know yeah how to get it digital right (laughs) so it's it's really cool and so we're we're gonna i think we're gonna try and do more internships for students at edinburgh um i gave COO Tara, like the contact information for Brian. And awesome. so they're in contact That's and good. they're going to, I think, probably get some students rolling through here through uh, Free to Choose. And yeah, it's really interesting because yeah. I was the intern and now I'm kind of like You're teaching <laughs> giving the yeah. intern to yeah, do things to awesome. do. So it's really, really, it's rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Were you, so when you first came to Edinburgh, were you worried? Because I was worried. I, I was, was like, there's not going to be anything. Like, so there's going to be any outside of the classroom I thought, work. <laughs> I thought as soon as we graduated, we would all go separate ways and we would never see each other again. Uh-huh. And it's so funny because you and I both graduated at the same time and we both got jobs in yeah. Erie. In Erie. That's yeah. So cool. And we still see each other quite often. Yeah, because so. I know my parents were like, what are you going to do uh, with that? Uh-huh. Edinburgh for film? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, Okay, good luck in a job. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is like I've had multiple like relatives and people that I know like ask me what my my major was and I'd say, Oh, it's in it's in film. Yeah. And they're like, What are you gonna do with that? Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I had a job yeah. right out of college. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna that, do. And with that's it. Yeah, that sucks that there's that stigma because For sure. Yeah. And I think it is because people are like, Oh, well, you you're not gonna make it to Hollywood. I mean, which is not true. Like I do think that yeah. you, you could if you're really like yeah. working toward that. Disney yeah. makes so many Marvel movies now. You, anybody, <laughs> exactly. anybody you can be can a PA. You start grabbing some <laughs> exactly. coffee. They will accept you. <laughs> You'll be on the payroll by the end of the week. <laughs> it's that easy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like because I feel like people are like, oh, the only thing you can do with that is go and live in LA in Burbank and work right. on movies, and that's it. And it's like, no, you could work on movies right. in other. There's Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Erie, sort of yeah. is kind of getting there. But like, yeah. And then there's also stuff that has not nothing to do with filmmaking, but nothing to do with like making large scale movies, mm-hmm. you know. And those yeah. are options too. That's what we need to change. We need to change yeah. that uh, perception. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on it. You guys are working on it. You're making it happen. I know. We're the, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor, for being with us. That was awesome. No problem. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That's been our episode. You can buy tickets for Rocket Man and the rest of our programming at filmsocietynwpa.org or at the door the day of the event, but probably not for Rocket Man because we're selling out. So buy them in advance, people. <laughs> Next week, our guests will be Brad Ford and Chris Risto of the Erie Art Gallery. September 30th, we'll be joined by Adam Welsh and Nick Warren of the Erie Reader. Make sure you follow us on social media. You'll find all the tags and links in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, this was Film Grain. This podcast is produced by Edinburgh University Center for Branding and Strategic Communication. It's part of the Northwest Pennsylvania Innovation Beehive Network.